Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us from across the room. Parts unknown. Oh, me or Erica? Oh. I don't know. I, I, I really went off the rails there, guys. But uh, joining us today, special guests. Day such and such of shelter in place. <laughs> Everything is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Alex, did you watch any of uh, WrestleMania last night? No, I heard the Undertaker AJ Styles Boneyard match was really good, though. I, I saw varying things regarding it. I do want to watch. Uh, I think they had Cesaro and Drew Gulak going. Gulak, Gulak, Drew, whatever the fuck. And uh, 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 the Gulak, I and think, yeah. Sammy go last night, or is that tonight? I don't know. I wasn't. I didn't really pay that much attention. I know Kevin Owens beat Rollins. Um, oh, I didn't even realize uh, uh, Owens was wrestling. Yeah, I know. Like I said, I know Undertaker beat AJ Styles. He buried him alive. Um, Did he come su- out to the ministry music at least? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't watch it. Um, That's the best Undertaker theme, like, and it's not even like close. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, the the Ministry theme is unbelievable. The 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 rock version. Oh yeah, you get that good guitar going. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, there was like a a very brief period which that theme was used, and it was joyous. Yeah, J- Jim Johnston really is like the fact that WWE doesn't acknowledge all his contributions to pro wrestling is actually insane. It's not surprising, like. Though. I know, but the amount of people who he's has helped make with their music, mm-hmm. like you think about like Batista, Edge, Steve Austin, The Rock, Undertaker, everyone, like everyone who's been a big star in WWE, he had a hand in making their music. Well, if you think about Austin's theme, just that glass shattering and then going right yeah, into that. Yeah, it's iconic. Uh, yeah, that guitar riff, it's just like... Here's here's a question for you. Who's the best wrestler to have the worst music? Mm-hmm. Hmm. The best wrestler to have the worst music? God. It's a hard question because if you don't have good music, you're going to have a really hard time getting over. Yeah, and I think most of the people who maybe you don't even like their themes at first. You come around on them. They like grow when, on you. Like mm-hmm. when Kenny Omega has his, his new AEW theme. Yeah. Um, and I didn't like that at first, but I think part of it was just that you couldn't hear it. And then they turned up the volume on the themes, and I was like, oh, it's actually pretty good. You know, like the lyrics are cool and everything. But they just, at, at first, it was just like this random noise in the background that you could barely hear. I do miss the, the, the shitty Sephiroth uh, Yeah, they're both, that's, that's a great theme too, the New Japan music. Oh yeah, that was outstanding. But I mean, you, you, you live and you learn and you deal. I have been able to uh, uh, watch AEW the last uh, few weeks, and that has mm-hmm. sparked some joy. It's just wrestling with no crowd is hard hard it is but i appreciate that they've been having uh wrestlers in like around the ring to like not only do character work but to like root during Just the provide matches some noise. i think that helps i also appreciate that they're doing it from what is clearly a warehouse hey whatever man whatever works <laughs> where does the ring fit let's do it and then that whole uh the jericho segment from this last week was 
in a word outstanding. Release the hounds. With the chihuahua. The little... <laughs> well, it was release the hounds for a drone. <laughs> it's just... It's ridiculous, and it's exactly what you want to see out of that that broken universe. And you can tell Jericho's just having a fucking blast. So Yeah, I liked some of the stuff like... um um sammy guevara making out with the picture of brandy while she watches <laughs> and just the look on brandy's face is outstanding of sheer disgust how similar was that face to the face she made when she saw the tattoo oh no please don't bring that up that's bad <laughs> memories for brandy <laughs> oh to have yeah. been a fly on the wall though you made i think it that's that big of, see I think that's one of those, though, if you're Brandy, the way you play it is you're just like, hmm, okay. You know, you just kind of, like, play it off like it doesn't bother you either way. And then one day Cody's going to look in the mirror and go crazy. But if you if you really go hard on how bad it is, if you're Brandy, if you really go in, like, that tattoo's terrible, get rid of it, it sucks, Cody's going to dig in. You know, he's going to be like, no, it's amazing. This right. is the best tattoo ever. Right. You gotta let it so I, like come around to it gotta, on its own. Yeah, I think you gotta play it off. It's like, oh, you know, eh, it's it's eh. <laughs> but Alex, you said you had something right from Jump, and I cut you off oh, of wrestling right away. So. No, it's totally fine. I would like you to tell me about your experiences with Animal Crossing. <laughs> so I think it was Thursday. And I had been kind because of, everyone that I follow on every uh, manner of social media has been posting about this fucking game. And I've been like, eh, I don't know. I mean, it does seem like the kind of thing that I would be into, but I didn't know that I wanted to buy another game right now because I have a ton that I haven't played. And then Thursday happened and I was like, hey, guess what? Fuck the universe. If you're going out on a supply run, buy me fucking Animal Crossing. Um, and it's it's very distracting. I like how it kind of, you have to wait, like, if you build something, it doesn't build automatically. You have to like, wait till the next day for it to uh, uh, to appear, which I appreciate. So it kind of, you don't have to go crazy with, like, crafting and collecting. And you can, the game almost makes you pace it out, which I appreciate. So you don't have to, like, I could get stuck in Stardew Valley and sit there for, like, fucking years because a day in stardew valley isn't a full day in the in the real world in animal crossing it is mm-hmm. uh so you could sit in front of stardew for hours and hours and hours and hours and i have many hours i think i have like 400 hours in stardew valley um but this is like a slower paced if that makes any sense version of that and i've been enjoying it so far it's cute and distracting and you get to be outside, which we don't really get to do anymore. So, <laughs> Though I did make an apocalypse run to the grocery store yesterday. I got to wear a mask and gloves and buy you have a nice time? all of the things. I mean, it was pretty dead, so it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't too bad. I went like, I don't know, late afternoon. So yeah. People haven't really been... I mean, I haven't gone to the grocery store maybe twice since this has happened, but um, it's been pretty dead. I haven't seen any any of the insanity that's been... You've seen videos of like people fighting over toilet paper and shit. 
Well, I think, you know, th- that all happened, like, right at the start. Yeah. And since then... I think if you were going to go out that Tuesday night where Idiot had his press conference... Yeah. Remember? And yeah. he was like, the world is burning. It would have been a nightmare. It would have been a nightmare. Yeah. It was probably good that you waited a, a day or two before you went. Yeah. But, you know, I think people... You know, most normal people understand the gravity of the situation at this point. And, you know, and also, like, all these workers are not going to put up with it. You shouldn't. You know, they're just going to have security take you out if you're if you're going to cause trouble. And then you're not going to get anything. Um, the couple of times we've had to go out, and I think I really tried hard to make today the last trip that we have to make out for. Like two weeks. And we, well, we're going to have to go out for more formula, unfortunately, at some point. Right. But, you know, as much as possible, try and avoid having to go out. But the the few trips that I have had to make out, people have been pretty uh, respectful. They've kept their distance. And weirdly nice. Like, yeah. every time I've gone for a walk around the neighborhood, I mean, everybody that you come across says hello. Yep. Which doesn't usually happen. Um, even in the grocery stores. I mean, I had a nice little chat with the dude at the meat counter Yeah. yesterday, and it's just like, I don't know how he understood me because I had a fucking mask on, but yeah. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It's it's one of those weird situations where you you look at, like, the people around you, and you have you feel a little better about humanity. Um, and then, uh, I mean, a little bit, let's not, a get, little, let's not get crazy a little bit, but then you turn on the news and then you're like, Oh wait, never mind. I mean, I've made a concerted <laughs> effort not to just because one, everything out of a certain idiot's face is a lie. Um, and I mean, I think they've told you all you need to know. Stay the fucking home. Yep. Don't go out, limit your exposure. Mm-hmm. So how have you been doing with this, Alex? Fine. Yeah. I mean, I think we've both had a pretty similar experience. I don't think, you know, around where we live, I think people are handling it pretty well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure grocery stores at other places are more crazy, but when I go, it's pretty low key. There's not that many people there. And I really, for the most part, haven't had that much of a struggle finding much of anything. There's like a few things that people are going nuts on. But um, yeah. I've noticed that it's rice, pasta, the taco shells were gone yep. yesterday. And I haven't seen a paper towel in the wild. I think the trick I think the trick is actually to kind of go to some of the stores that people don't think of. Like people are going hard at, um, you know, like Costco. But if you go to somewhere like Caputo's, which still has pretty much everything, they have all the stuff there. Like, they don't have any issues. Um, well, because like you're not I thinking of Caputo's for a uh, paper towel. Well, and it also depends on your time of day. You also couldn't pay me to go into a Costco on most days. But right now, no. When, when I went to Caputo's, you could have bought enough pasta to last you for, like, 100 years. Nice. You know, like, there was, they had everything, so. Well, and I would imagine that Caputo's is like, we're fucking Caputo's. We need to have pasta. <laughs> so we'll make sure that we have pasta. Um, they're the ones hoarding it. Though I was able yeah. to buy some yesterday at the grocery store. The couple times I've been to Jewel, the and granted the 
Pete's I go to, it's a pretty robust pasta section, mm-hmm. whereas Jewel doesn't have as big of one. So, well, I think you know the in that, f- especially that first week, um, you know those those shells were just obliterated. Um, it was ridiculous. I think as as we've moved on, um, you know, one people are finding that it is much more difficult to try and make money on these things in the secondary market because uh, websites are cracking down on it. You know, um, it's not perfect yet, but we're getting there. It's, it's getting a lot harder for you to make money off of being a complete douchebag. Well, and you saw like that one asshole, I don't remember where he was, Tennessee or something like that. $17,000 worth of hand sanitizer. Right. Cause he's a cock bite. So the, uh, uh, I don't remember what, authority figure down there was like yeah i don't think so and like went and confiscated like all of it yeah. it's just like can we just not like what what is the the logic here you know we're gonna have a huge problem with people you know certain states you know kind of just doing whatever the hell they want to do and there's other states that are actually taking it seriously and it's it's not even just straight red and blue either like there are red states that are like oh wait we actually don't want our people to get sick. I know it's kind of crazy, but um, then you've got states like Georgia and Florida where the governors. Didn't know that you could get it without, or from people who didn't have symptoms. Oh, jeez! Like, I, I, it's just so frustrating. It, it, it's the same problem. It's the same problem we have with gun control. It's like different states. Um, enforce different policies and you know you cross the state line and you can do anything else you want and it's a you know it's always been a problem yeah i think you know what's been happening for a really long time now is trust in government has been eroded and there's been a strong effort to erode trust in the media Yep. And the media does have fault in that as well. That's not Oh yeah. That's not only, you know, bad actors who have created that situation, but when you don't have any trust in the people who are telling you, you know, this is what you need to do, and you don't have any trust in the people that are supposed to be taking care of you in a situation like this, I understand why people are panicking. Oh yeah, no, it, it... You know, it makes everything. If you look at everything that's happened in the United States in the last, you know, let's be honest, it's more than four years. Um, it's probably more like the last fifteen to twenty years. Um, there, you know, everything that's happening right now makes sense. I mean, none of it is surprising. Um, not only do people not trust the government, um, you know, they don't think even if they could trust them that the government can handle anything. Um, no one knows what's true anymore. Yeah. You're right. Like, so here's a, here's a, a great example of that. You know, this thing came out that, um, you shouldn't take ibuprofen if you get, you know, you think you have the disease because it can make it worse. Well, 
like that came from like one small piece of information out of France that was not substantiated. And I get a message from someone who's a nurse saying, don't take it. And I was like, wait, where did you get that information? Like, was it substantiated? And that was, uh, you know, and then, okay, cool. Like, it's true. But no, it's still based off the same rumor. Um, and and it, it's, it's, that's the scary part to me. It's not the disease necessarily, although, you know, that's certainly not, not scary. Mm -hmm. It's, it's like, it's seeing what that misinformation has wrought in a serious situation. You know, it's funny, uh, when, you know, you've got, you know, people coming up and saying this about, Trump or that about Trump or you know about anyone else and it's like uh, you know this is stupid but you know but it's like now when it matters you're still getting that um and it's largely it's a lot of you know it's a good part of it is why we're you know in this mess with this disease is because it's pretty clear that the Chinese government you know really suppressed the actual case counts and what was going on. Um, and what, what is even scarier than that to me is that we're in a position where we're dealing with a crisis and you cannot, because there's so little trust in the person sitting in the white house, we cannot, we can't get through a press conference without it being a circus. You know, I think there there is an argument to be had that in the middle of a crisis, you should, you know, you should be a little more careful about your attacks on leadership. Um, but, you know, how many people are Donald Trump? You know, we're not talking about, you know, even Bush when he was in, in the White House, like after 9-11, people weren't like sitting there, you know, questioning everything he did. Um, but, you know, f for all intents and purposes, Bush did a pretty, it showed pretty decent leadership right after 9-11. Um, yeah, I mean, compared to Donald Trump, George Bush is a great president, which is actual insanity well that's the thing like when shit really hits the fan like what people are looking for um is calm a stabilizing force right and donald trump is the complete opposite of that no he's he's like he's pure chaos and i mean like that's not even like what what i struggle with with people is like that's not even there's like no question about that. It's like even if you even if you support him and his policies, um, like how can you deny that he is chaos incarnate? I just don't get it. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's not really much to say about it because everyone knows he hasn't done a good job except for idiots. 
Well, um, and that's and that's and that's the last point I want to make on this, and and then, you know, we can jump off to literally anything else. Um, you know, I almost I like I know he's useless, and I know me or anyone else attacking him is useless right now because it's you know his supporters are so dug in that it makes just no difference and it is energy you're wasting yeah you just they just dig in more there's yeah. no point there's no point um you know but you're like you're put in this like frustrating position where like if you don't keep sticking it to him then it looks like you're caving or you know you worry that you're gonna you know you're sitting here worried like how do we stop him from winning again in november uh i think the democrats have sufficiently screwed that up that's just my personal opinion so it's just it's a it's a really frustrating position to be in where you know, when you legitimately think that the man in the White House really will get lots of people killed. Um, I know people thought the same thing about Obama. Um, and 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 they, like, one of the things I saw today was uh, on Reddit, like, someone, sh- re- you know, bringing up an old tweet of, like, a bunch of guys saying, um I survived Obama, you'll survive Trump. And it's like, can we not see how these are different? Like, this is not the, like, this isn't just like the Republican Obama. No, this Trump is his own monster. And I I can't, I just can't. So I'm going to stop talking about Trump because, uh, you know, he's going to get us all killed. Yeah, I think maybe the bookend on this conversation is you brought up Biden. And whereas I was surprised, like I think most people were, when Hillary Clinton lost to Trump, I am not going to be surprised at all if Trump beats Biden. In fact, I kind of expect it. Oh, yeah. No, I I fully I fully expect that. Um... I think Biden when they debate, I think Biden is going to be destroyed because he just seems like he's not all there anymore. Well, he's, he's never really seemed all there. I mean, he's always been a little wacky. Um, and I think if you were, and this is, this goes back to my argument about why I would have thrown Sanders. Um, it's because you're trying to throw a kind of wacky guy against someone who is just insane. Uh, to me, throw the other insane guy. You know, I you know Bernie isn't going to get um half the stuff he wants um if even that much. No, he's not going to get anything done. The Democrats won't work with him. The Republicans won't work with him. He wouldn't be able to do anything. Um but at least Donald Trump wouldn't be president. Right. And and that's that is the crazy thing about this situation. I think what's what's going to be interesting though, Alex, you know, is coming out of once we're on the other side of this thing, which who really knows when we will be, um there 
there is no way we get on the other side of this and there aren't some pretty large changes in just the way things work. Um, not necessarily in politics, unfortunately, but, you know, it, it doesn't, even if politics don't change, it's like things like work from home. And I think we, we talked about this on the last one, like, mm-hmm. you know, people are going to be like, Hey, I can do my job perfectly fine from home. And, uh, if, if you're, if you're suddenly doing your job for say six months from home and nothing has changed, why do you need to be in the office every day? Right. And and we've, and we've talked about the reasons you would want to be. Yeah. But I think for some people, they might not be worried about advancement. They might just be like, Hey, I like my job. And if I can do my job from home, why in God's name do I have to pull myself out of bed and go into work every day? And people, what I think you're going to see is you're going to see a, a number of companies that are just going to dig their heels in and say, we don't care. Oh yeah. Um, for sure. And then you're going to see some companies out there that are going to say, uh, for us, we want to be competitive in hiring and so, you know, we learned from this experience and we're going to let people work from home if they want to, you know, it's, um, um, it, it, it's, I'm really curious to see where that goes. Um, other things I'm, I'm going to be curious to see, um, are if there is any changes uh, to healthcare? Um, the pessimist in me says no, but I mean, you can't get like a, a you can't really get any worse of a situation than this. Um, and uh, if if the southern states in particular hit as hard as they think they're gonna get hit, um, you know how how can things not change? I just, it, I can't imagine it. That's true. What, what Erica said was, uh, she, she got picked up. Well, she, she may, she picked up for you. But um, mm. it doesn't necessarily because you're you're hearing through the phone mic, not through our mics. Okay, which I see. yeah. So um, yeah, I noticed that when like uh, when I was editing the last episode, like the 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 few things she did say from the other side of the room really didn't come through on our recording. Um, so what Erica just pointed out is you know look at what happened at Sandy Hook and all the kids that were killed there and. Um, you know, we couldn't change a damn thing about gun control in this country. And, you know, that's a sad point. Um, I can't argue with that too much, but, but, you know, even and it'll be other things like, um, will people, you know, continue some manner of social distancing? Will people be more hesitant to shake hands? You know, even after we're in the clear, um, stuff like that. And you got you to gotta imagine 
Like, what are the things that are going to change that you're not thinking about? We'll see what happens. It's a very depressing subject. <laughs> it is. It really is. So, um, I'm 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 more interested in seeing how long it goes on. That's the real question. Um, and you know where we're at. You know, there's what, like, almost like as of today, I think like we're closing in on 400,000 confirmed cases in the United States. Um, and I can't remember how many deaths, but yeah, more than 9-11. I think it's higher than that. I think we're about to crack 10, Greg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, there's, um, you know, and in some places they think it's starting to peak out. Um but they've also continuously said that they think this is going to, you know, we're going to be dealing with this for like 18 months, which is nuts. But, you know, it, it, there no one see. It seems people don't think that we're going to be on lockdown for 18 months. We couldn't be. Um, if we're on lockdown for 18 months, um, we're going to have a hell of a time. But um, I don't know, man. Like. I think you could you we we should start a betting ring on when <laughs> when we can all go home just go back to like relative normal. Yeah, that's there's so many interesting things about it. You know, it's funny how so many of these corporations seemingly can't run the moment anything changes, which is really wacky to me. Like you know, you know what's funny about it is we're so, you know, I am anyway, so critical of Vince McMahon. But the one thing that I've always said is Vince McMahon is a great businessman. And, you know, some of the shit doesn't make any sense. Like, how do your ratings go down, but yet you make more money? You know, it doesn't. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's all it's all crazy. But if you look at WWE, you know. They don't need any bailouts. They're sitting on hundreds of millions of dollars in cash. Mm -hmm. And that's a, now, you know, is it fair to compare WWE to airlines or something? No, but I don't think it's as hard to run these companies as they're letting it on where it's like, oh, my God, well, something's I think... changed and now we're going out of business in one week. Well, see, that that's what's. That's what's so crazy about the whole thing is it and once we like reading about this time in history is going to be fascinating and to see you know what adjustments need to be made and you know one of the things is <coughs> one of the things is you know a lot of companies are starting to look at that bailout money and saying I don't like the terms attached to this and it's like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait a minute. So, do you not need the money? Yeah, I thought you needed that. I thought I thought whoa. you needed to stay afloat. Like, 
If you're, you know, if you're going to turn down the money because you just don't like the terms, that doesn't sound like you need the money. Um, and, uh, and so, and that was, you know, as limp dick as the Democrats are, uh, that was actually, you know, one of the better things they did was really hammer home that the government would have much more oversight over what those companies do with that money and, you know, forbid stock buybacks. So one of the arguments that, um, I've always hated was that, well, you can't deny that the economy has been really good under Donald Trump. I hate that argument. The economy is more a reflection of the previous president. Well, the, the other, well, the, I think the more important thing is we've been sitting on the edge of like this insane bull market. Right. And, Everything's good. Everything's good. Everything's good. You know, for a very small number of people, everyone else has just kind of been getting by. Um, and the what people don't care to look at is that the only reason, you know, the only reason that things stayed quote unquote good for so long is because, you know, when the Fed wanted to increase rates, you know, the president was like, no, 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 you can't increase rates. That'll have negative effects for the economy. And, you know, the Fed saying, well, yeah, but that's kind of the point. You know, it's like it's it's to keep a balance. You can't just go wildly up all the time. And, you know, oh, Eric's having trouble with the, the putting the headset on. So we've been, uh, you know, we've been artificially pumping the economy for years when we shouldn't have been. And now when we really need it, um, you know, there's nothing left to do. We're going to come out of this thing with an enormous amount of debt. What we care about that again. Yeah. Right. Just a tremendous amount of debt. And, that you know and it's what they needed to do you know we needed that package um but it's like why can we you know but then there's the other side of this oh we can suddenly do this now well it was my understanding we only cared about debt because uh uh there was a black guy in charge of things yeah well that's true and now we don't because it's a white dude so uh hello i have returned eric is back <laughs> so you know it it it's uh, and what is you know what are we gonna be looking at next year? You know, is this like, are we gonna be, are we, why who's gonna trust their companies anymore? Anyone that works, like United, laid off tons of people. Mm-hmm. Like, who would who would want to stay? You well, know, ever. The problem is, is that a lot of people just don't have a choice. Especially when your health care is tied to your job. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, fuck, fuck all these companies. Um, yeah. You know, it's easy. It's easy for me to say, oh, Amazon is treating, treating its workers poorly. They should quit. You know, that's easy to say. It's a lot harder to get another job. <laughs> 
I think what what's interesting about this though, Alex, and this this is a it's a grand experiment. Six and a half million people filed for unemployment in a week. Six and a half million. Three million the week before then. It is it's an amount of people hitting unemployment um that is just completely without precedent. If you look mm-hmm. like if you see like the animations of the graphs It's very upsetting. It's it's very yeah. Um and it's just one of those things where it's like you know if this if the economy tanks, it's going to be the fault of companies that the way they've set it up where companies are king, right? People, Bob, they're people. If the companies, if everything tanks, it's all these companies' fault. Yes. Because they're the most important. They get all the attention. So, and it's, and, you know, it's amazing. Like, you hear stories about, you know, workers just saying, we're not coming in. You know, not even unionized employees. They're all just like, we're afraid to get sick. And this isn't essential. We're not coming to work. And you're really putting a lot of companies in, you know, they're screwed, basically. And it's hilarious because, you know, you've you've fucked over your worker base for so long. And the argument of, well, you know, like you said, Alex, like, oh, well, we can't afford to not go to work. And that drives a lot of people to do things they don't want to do. But people are afraid they're going to die if they go to work and get sick. Mm-hmm. They're not going to work. There's finally a big enough push for people to push back. And, you know, it's like all these people who are not considered important, who shouldn't even make $15 an hour. Well, you know my argument on that. The person who bitches at like the the person working at McDonald's for wanting fifteen dollars an hour it's also underpaid. is also severely underpaid. Yeah. We're all severely underpaid. All right, that's the thing. They've like had their thumb on like wage increases forever. Like, there is nothing wrong with working forty hours a week at McDonald's to feed your family. No, there should be no stigma attached to that. Mm-hmm. If that's what you can do, that's what you can do. All right. Not everybody's going to be an office worker. You can't. That's not the way the world works. Mm-hmm. So that person, if that's their job, that's their primary job, they should have benefits. They should have sick time. Mm-hmm. They should be paid a working wage. A living wage, excuse me. And honestly, $15, that doesn't even really cut it anymore. No. No, that's not a living wage. Well, who was the douchebag? Uh, the John Oliver looking motherfucker. What's that asshole's name? Mnuchin at oh. Dick. He was like, oh, well, you could live on $17 a day. And Bob and I were doing the math, just Bob going to work <clears throat> every day, like driving down or uh, driving to the train and taking the train downtown. What was that? Just the train was like $11. Yeah, between the train and my uh, parking. Um, but I mean, we're fat. I guess we don't really need to eat. Oh, well, no. Yeah. I mean, that's that's true. Yeah. So. But. No, I, these people are, are so, like. Here's what I here's what I ask. Is, the meat well, cake, the, Bob? the reality is the reality is when you're talking about something like, 
a $15 per hour job. I mean, you shouldn't be, look, if you're working at the cashier at McDonald's, you shouldn't be like rolling in it, right? But you should be able to just like have a place to live you and be able feed to live. yourself. But you're not going to be and, um, 15 $17 an hour. You're not rolling in anything. No. But that's... people seem to think that that's the case. And it's like $15 an hour is what in a year? It's like less than 30 grand. Right. Like yeah. who's rolling in what? Shit, maybe. Yeah. No, and you know, $15 an hour and you you work you live in the city of Chicago? Oh yeah, no. You know, like come on. No. Uh it's it's uh you know, it's just really um a shit situation. And um you know, people don't take risk because their employment is their health care. And, you know, if you didn't and that's the shit thing. If you if you wanted to say okay, your your health care is tied to your employment, but you know, if you get laid off by no fault of your own, you have to be covered for a certain amount of time, you know, that would be a little more understandable, but no. You get laid off, you lose your health care right away what sucks is if this country had like some like just a few countries really do but if if this country had universal health care and it had a universal basic income Mm -hmm. if your job it would completely change the relationship between companies and their workers because if your company started treating you like shit you'd just be like fuck you i'm out of here yep you know i think it just really goes to show um, how well, like, you got to give a little credit where credit's due to the fuckers in charge, how well they've set up the system for themselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, the public yeah. has been working on this for years. This is This is everything coming to fruition. The fuck you got mine. And they've even got the dregs of society thinking that. Fuck you, got mine. Motherfucker, you ain't got nothing. Yeah. No, we can get shit. All right, can we talk about something else? Because I got something that I'm sure we could spend a lot of time on. Sure. The challenge. Yes. Total madness. Ah. It was a nice surprise. I didn't realize it was starting this week. So... Let's just start with we we had um, 45 minutes of political talk and now we're going into the challenge. Our listener is going to kill himself. Yeah. 45 <laughs> more minutes of political talk. <laughs> there. OK, so first of all, I guess we should start with the big news. Finally, some people got smart and we now have the unholy alliance. Oh, I'm mega here for it. Wes and bananas. And I like we're alluding to it early on, and then when they finally confirmed it at the end of the episode, I was just like, "Thank you, you you two idiots." Of course. Yeah. Like well, if Wes could work with CT for a season, what was that? Rivals two. Mm-hmm. Wes can work with Johnny for a season. Well, and I'm glad it's finally like, hey, look. We keep getting sent home early because we're screwing each other over and then we're being targeted and we have no power. 
So now if we can band together and we can bring our alliances together, now we have a chance to at least make it deep into the game. Right. And hey, maybe they're, we don't know what their agreement is. Their agreement might be, let's get each other halfway through. You know, let's get each other yeah. three quarters of the way through. We don't know what their agreement is. It might not be to work together the whole time, but it might just be, hey, if we want to keep our value to this TV show where they keep wanting us back and they want to pay us, we need to stick around. Right. You can't be gone by week three or four or whatever it's been the last few seasons. Right. West yeah, was if you going want, crazy if, early last year. Well, so was Bananas. Yeah. So was Laurel. Yep. The more you look then, back at that then Laurel we ended up situation. With a season, then we ended up with a freaking season of Cara Maria and Pauly. Yep. Well, you that know, Laurel thing screwed the whole season up, Erica. Is exactly. that what you're alluding to? That was exactly to? what I was going to say. That really fucked everything. It was, it was like... It was, it was that, and it was Leroy not voting against Kara's alliance. Oh, Leroy! Yeah, but I, like I, a dummy. I will say, like, I I could see the producers sitting there watching that Laurel moment, and like, think making that decision in the moment. Oh, this is this is a great moment in television, but it's like you did not think this shit through. But was it really a great moment in television, though? I was kind of into it the day it when it, we watched right, it, but then exactly. looking back, it's like, well, that was just a massive fuck up. Well, that's the thing. Like in the moment, like it was, it was great because especially the way they edited it, but the imp what it, the impacts it had down the rest of the season, Maybe the implications, the implication, um, were terrible. You know, I imagine that season with Laurel going the distance. Like a thousand She's going percent. The distance. Laurel better. in the game. You have a check on Cara Maria because you could tell Laura. Laurel was not here for any of that bullshit. She was done. Yeah. Mega level done with Cara Maria, and her garbage. Um, but it was that, like I said, and then it was Leroy voting like a dummy. Yep. And you and know, he didn't even win the fucking season. No, and you know that's th- with Leroy. Um, I've always liked Leroy as a character. He's never done. He he's never played smart enough, and to to deserve to win, and that last that decision last year or last season, um, you know, really solidified that. Yeah, I also appreciated and this episode. It's that Rogan feeling called out when they were like, "You have to win an elimination." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what though? Until proven otherwise, I think I might have to admit that Rogan's good. Because he was good in the final, yeah. mm-hmm. and he was good in this competition, this episode, Physi- and the challenge. Physically, he's good. Like, who knows what the hell actually happened on Gibraltar? Um, well, he know, claims he was injured, and maybe that's true, or maybe he just he was an just idiot. Gassed out. Maybe he just wasn't ready. I mean, well, I think that's. Yeah. What, I think what he said was coming. I think, if I remember correctly, he said coming to that season, he had strained or torn his hamstring or something, and so when he got there, he was technically healthy, mm-hmm. but he hadn't been able to train. I mean, you know, and that 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 could be perfectly valid. It's hard to know. You know, maybe he just went on a bender the night before. <laughs> right, but if you, if you look at that, if you look at that, and you compare that that he completely gassed out and died, yeah. compare that to that final. 
Yeah. He did a lot of work in that final. Oh, yeah. No. See, and didn't show any signs of slowing down. Rogan, Rogan is a strong player. Um, the question is... He's been on one full season. Well, that remains to be seen to me. Um, yeah. Well, uh, I, he I mean... Won a, but, but he controlled that season... Yeah, and he won a final. He he got he rode some coattails. I don't did. know that he controlled the he season did. necessarily. If, if, if he if he actually had to make if he was actually the one holding the strings, I I don't think it would win as well for him. You know he he got lucky on the politics yeah. because he just happened to align with the right side. Yeah, and, yeah, let me let me rephrase. He didn't control the season. What he did was he hung around. He was running the UK team. It wasn't Joss. It was him. Yeah. Joss is clearly his puppet. Yeah. But he was letting he was definitely letting Paulie call the shots. And when things went well for him is when CT finally said enough and he wouldn't screw Jordan and Tori the one last time. Yep. And that was when CT jumped off the fence and he finally took a stand for his actual teammates. And that's what set them up to win the whole thing. Yeah. If yeah. CT doesn't do that, and instead it's, um, I forget who would have been in the final instead of Tori potentially. It would have been bad. Whoever the other women were that were there, it would have been bad. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Wasn't it Kaylee? No, what, Kayla? It might have been Kaylee. Yeah, it was Kay Kaylee because Kayla is on this season. She wasn't on last okay. season. With the bad like tattoo on the arm, right? Yeah, she's who's really annoying and I can't stand. Um, but Kay how many episodes you giving it before she fucks Bear? <laughs> oh, one. All right. Yeah, yeah. no, it hasn't happened yet. Just want to make sure we're all on the Next same one. page. Um, you got to give it. You got to give it to Stephen Bear. He is just the biggest asshole, but it's working for him. Well, that's the thing. You've got a couple, like, and that's, you know, a similar thing about Rogan. I love cast for this season. It's a good cast. Yeah, it is a really good cast, uh, you know, and, 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 and it's like, the button that, you know, it's a good bookend for Rogan because I like Rogan as a character. He's, you know, he is an asshole. Um, but, you know, he's an asshole in the same way that a lot of other likable characters on the show have been. Bears the same way. Um, Bear Rogan has done better of not of sitting in the background. You know, Bear was so splashy and in your face. Yeah, Bear's too loud, so he gets targeted. Right, but I mean, they're they're more or less the same person. Yeah, um, I don't know that I'd agree with that. And Bear got well, thrown into a lot of eliminations this first season. He did. Bear's a beast in eliminations. I'll give you that. Bear's, yeah. Bear's good. Bear's good. Well, you got a couple of good, you know, really strong. You got a, a couple of strong players who are entertaining that could have some longevity on the show. Um, which and is it a good looks thing. like we're going to have good challenges. At least the first one was uh, nice and physical. Yeah. Like you had to be like strong. You know, and have some endurance to get through it, and some smarts. And you had TJ in a tank. I mean, what more do you want, Bob? <laughs> when, Not as good as Ruf people, uh, Rusev in a tank, but when you had people like poor Tori, I knew the second, by the way, that I saw I saw TJ in that tank. I knew Erica was just like I was very happy, filled with joy. It somewhere. made me it made me very happy, Alex. <laughs> but 
like Tori's sitting there and I understand she was probably tired, but when you can't add two numbers together, subtract from that number and then divide, you really have a problem. Not great. It's like you really have a problem. I kind of don't even care how tired you are. Well, one thing that you better be blacking out. One thing that would be really interesting to talk about, you know, especially the longtime vets with is like how how hard it is to come into that game at the very start and be mentally there. Like mm-hmm. it, it's relatively easy to train physically to go into that situation. Um, you know, there's there you've, you can set up your training program. You just do it every day, but you're going to be mentally tortured for the next, right. Like, how long are you out there for? Right. And like, what do months. they normally expect on day one? Like, um, and, and there's the, always been, I'd say in the last like five, six seasons though, there's always a challenge. Like they, they pretty much step off the plane and they put them on a challenge. Yeah. Right. They've been doing that every season. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just really hard that first day. Um, that was a harder one than normal, though. A lot of yeah. these opening challenges have been bullshit. That one was actually... That was tough. Like, you're pulling a heavy rope with a barrel on it. Multiple times. And then you have to sign... You have to solve a puzzle. At least it wasn't a purge opening. And it was all timed, too. Yeah. By Tank. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, where are they this season? Oh Jesus! Um, I don't know. It's it's vaguely like Eastern the, European. I was trying to figure it out. They have yeah, talked. About I don't it. think the. I, it's like that's the thing. They kind of just go to some random place. It's wherever they can get. You know, they don't. I don't think they care about the location in terms oh, no, of no, like, no. making it a part of the show. Definitely not this season. I was just curious. I can I can look it up real quick. Um, well, normally they make a big deal of it. Like TJ says, the location. They tell let you know where they are. Like, they're in Prague. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. Why wouldn't they say, "Oh, we're in Prague"? I think that's cool. Maybe the like people. Who Maybe they didn't get the uh, get a tax cut or something. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> legitimately, right, that could be. Uh, Don't want to mention them. Yeah. Um, oh, can we talk about the one girl who's like? What's her man's name? Swaggy C. Oh Jesus! Oh God! And she's like, oh, they're gonna have to I don't mess know, with me. And I don't it's know like, if honey. her name is Bailey or Bayla. Or I don't know how to say her name, I think but it's Bailey. Um, yeah. What was that? They're gonna have to go through me. It's like, who the fuck are, are you? Scared man? of me? No one's scared of you. I mean, I appreciate coming in like talking big, but it's just that just like... gets you targeted. That's well, a that's mistake. the thing. She's going in next week, no doubt. Well, you gotta. I mean. Coming into the show as a rookie, um, it's just Sucks. the best thing you could do well, is it, fuck somebody. But but lately, fuck a vet. Lately, <laughs> it has been though that the rookies have been safe early on, and now, but this first episode, it's back to the norm of we're throwing two rookies in right off the bat, well, which is the smart thing for the vets to do exactly yeah. you know like <laughs> that's why it was dumb when they started all targeting each other for all these seasons very stupid because you're just taking money out of your own pocket right well and i liked uh johnny throwing it to ct and then ct just being like now this is the way we're doing it <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good yeah i'm loving wes's beard oh wes's alex beard. it's the so good beard. it's outstanding the wes beard i was very I, pleased the moment 
I'm sure it was in a trailer or something, but Bob, the moment you saw that that beard, were you like, that son of a bitch, he bested me. Damn it. I want that beard. Womp womp. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the season. I think it's going to be pretty solid. Yeah, I'm hoping yeah, but- it ends up paying out, you know, because we... That's the one thing I'm com- I'm cautiously optimistic because right because last year we thought was going to be a really good season from the from Joe. It was for a while. It, it was. was about half of a good season until shit started. And it had a good ending. Yes, it had the best ending. Oh, it was so. Oh, oh the those tears. videos. The tears. That's right, bitch. Tears. Your tears are tasty. Yeah, I do feel like. See. Bear in the past, we talked about Bear. Bear has aimed pretty high. You know, like he was going for Laurel last season. He was, wasn't he? Yep. Ka- Kayla, come on, Bear. You could do better. Kayla just kind of looks weird to me now. I don't know. I think she gets like some bad plastic surgery or something. I didn't think she looked that different than she did the last time I saw her, but it's been a minute. Jenna looks a lot better. Yeah, Jenna was like emaciated there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about a comparison because it's funny. They did that they did that video before the season of Wes asking Jenna and Corey political questions oh, and gosh. both of them just failing spectacularly because they're both so dumb. And it stuck out to me again in this episode where Corey was like, I got some power and I'm gonna do something with it. It's like it Corey to you do have, nothing with it. You have first of all, you have no power. Those two are clearly working together. <laughs> Yeah, Jenny and Rogan are clearly in an alliance. You have no power. You're just there. And secondly, I I had never really put this together before, but you know how a lot of women get criticized in general for just being beautiful but being dumb as all fuck? Yes. That is Corey in a nutshell. (laughs) Corey is a very attractive guy who is stupid as all shit. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I texted, I, I sent that to our cousin Jenny, and I ha- she watched it, and I told her, do you think Corey and Jenna could put together a Lego set without, <laughs> with the instructions? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, they couldn't. And I think the answer is no, absolutely not. They could not. The, the problem that Corey has, because... Is that he tied his uh, or hitched his wagon to the, the star that was Nelson? Um, well, there's that, but the bigger problem. Oh, Nelson. Um, the bigger problem for Corey is that hey, he's Nelson's here to play serious this season, guys. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh God, I nearly pissed myself. I was laughing so hard. Um, the problem with Corey is he's not a really good player. No. Uh, you know, like it's a lot of show. Yeah, he he looks impressive, but he doesn't. He's not a good athlete. No, so anyone who no one's gonna want like he. The only way he gets carried is if people want to lay up. But I I wouldn't I wouldn't like you know that history of Corey. You know you don't want him on your team if you are actually trying to win. Um, it, it it's. He he's just he's never gonna win anything. I'll be interested to see how long he gets through the season. Same and and Nelson too. Oh fucking Nelson. He's so dumb. Oh my god, so dumb. I was pleased to see Anissa back. Yeah. And she looked good. 
Well, I think she's kind of like, all right, motherfuckers. Like, Anissa's here to, like, actually play. Well, well that's the... Remember, qu- remember, I think she was only out for a little bit because she broke her ankle on Champs versus Stars. Yeah. That's right. Otherwise, I don't think... She more than likely would have been on more often. I think with Anissa, though, he, I think the the big question is... Did she really come to play this time? Because she, there have been so many seasons where she's come on the show. She's, you know, she's always been an enjoyable character. I do like Anissa, but she clearly is not physically ready. Well, we'll see if she's smoking. If she's smoking, we'll know. <laughs> well, there's some interesting things going on. So, one, it'll be interesting to see who's in alliance with who, because obviously we know Johnny and Wes are working together. Yeah. And generally Jenna and Nani will vote with Johnny, which means Kayla is likely voting with Johnny. Um, Jordan has been working with Johnny recently because Jordan has absolutely no fear of anyone else making a final. He doesn't care who makes the final. He'll just beat you. That's his mindset. Well, and so Jordan, Jordan has, work with anyone. he's solidified his place as a challenge. Great. So yeah. really it's just a matter of how much money can I win at this Jordan, point. Jordan, it kind of kind of fits into Jordan is a cockier landed where you know he he's not worried about you know he's not worried about going to eliminations he's not worried about challenges he just knows he's going to step up he's going to perform every time and you know it's it's he has one hand and he won a tug of war <laughs> He has one against hand. a guy who is significantly larger yes. than him. He has one hand, and he beats someone in uh, like multiple uh, uh, challenges involving uh, uh, swinging a sledgehammer. Like, yeah, you you gotta. And granted, he has had his moments of hubris, the calling out of Johnny, uh, which is still beautiful. Yes, but you know what? You had some balls, and you you went through with what you said you were gonna do, and you fucked up. All right, fine. Yeah, you owned it. But you've come back, and you have shown that you're a beast. Well, so we haven't talked about the setup of this season yet, nope. which, which is I that vastly you, approve of. This is a very interesting thing to see how it's handled going forward, because to make the final at the end, you have to have won an elimination at some point. Yeah. And now winning an elimination doesn't mean you're safe from elimination going forward. You could still get tossed back in. Right. Um, but you do have to win one to make the final. Well, and that's so... the thing now. When do you want to go in? Do you want to go in against somebody a little easier? Do you want to wait a while, see how far you can get in? And right. oh, I not think people, throw it to chance? I think, I think people, with the, especially the people who have the votes, I think the moment you have the votes – you have to try to go in against what you perceive as a weaker opponent, especially because the longer the game goes on, the less quote unquote weak opponents there might be to go against. Right. Yeah. And you know, the, the trick will be one, your Alliance needs to win the challenge because that's going to, those three people who get into the tribunal will determine the voting. Right. And then for that one person, and then two, you have to have control of the vote in the house, because those are the other people. Those are the people deciding the other person going in. So, it's going to be interesting to see if 
people are able to get control of essentially two factions at the same time. Well, especially to determine who they want to go against. Especially because uh, the 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 really because my the the first thing I think of when I think of how this is set up is the island. What they you know the tribunal can't do here. They don't get to see the house vote. Um. Which is interesting. Yeah. But they know who's going in. They know who's they going in. They still know who's going in once they get yeah. to the arena. Right. So it, it is, I mean, the whole thing is just very, it's a great setup. It could be great. It could be terrible. We got to see how it plays out. Because, you know, we're thinking about this for five minutes right now. These people were living in that house trying to figure out, you know, like someone like Johnny He's figuring out how to break this game, and he's sitting there for hours thinking about this and talking about it with people. <laughs> Staring at so, this. So, you know, that's all they have to do is think about how do we manipulate this to our advantage. Well, and, you know, going back to the island, Johnny's the only person on the show who was on the island, I think, and... So he's the only one who has any experience with this rule set. Well, and it'll. It, what's nice about it is it makes the daily challenges important in this yeah. rule set yeah. because if you're, say you're Johnny, at first you don't want to win because you kind of want to more than likely go into an early elimination against someone who you think sucks. Right. And But then once you win that and now you're into the final, now you want to win those dailies. Because you're safe then, guaranteed. Well, and then the other interesting thing is the further you get into the season, if you haven't seen an elimination, you gotta be like, oh, fuck. But then, like, what if there's a bunch of people who haven't gone into eliminations yep. and won? You gotta think of, oh, shit. Yep. How, how, you know. Well, that, so, so this is something that I'm wondering about, like, once we get deeper into, like, towards those last couple of episodes before the final is how they're going to handle it because if you you know that was a big part of um what happened on the island was there were only so many slots and there were more people left than could get on the final um the island also had a way for you to steal your way onto the the final um i don't know if they'll end up introducing anything like that in this season um but it is going to make, I mean, it just makes every week so much more important. There's no, good. there's no throwaway week. Well, and think about, um, ah, shit. I lost my thought. No. Well, we have another aspect as well, which is of course, production manipulation. And yeah. if you look at, if you look at this elimination, this episode, it was rife with it. So they show this thing. It was basically, you have the two guys. It ended up being Jay and was it Asif, Asif. or Asaf? Asif. Asif. Yeah. Um, get well, voted in. <laughs> and so they have to hang on these bars. And there's like a pane of plastic, I guess, between them. And they're trying to... The idea is you're trying to like kick it into each other to knock the other person off, but it's really, you're not going to be able to kick this thing hard enough to knock someone off. 
So it's really just an attrition game. Um, and when they walked up to that, and they're like, oh, yeah, Jay is a rock climber. I'm like... As soon as they said that, I was like, oh. I was like, do you guys setting this up? <laughs> like, come <laughs> on. Why do you have to tell us the guy's a rock climber? Though Asif was on Ninja Warrior, which... And I don't know... Celebrity Ninja well, Warrior. What I'm saying, though, is I don't know how far he got or what his deal is at all. He's a dancer. The whole thing is, if you are on Ninja Warrior and you get anywhere, you do have to have a lot of arm strength and upper body strength. Sure. So I was like, oh, okay. But they said that Jay was a climber, and I was like, oh, well, this is over. <laughs> yeah, that's a lock. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which is good because I think Jay will be a much more interesting character. Um, I think you know as if you go back and you look at um, characters who are, I think really the only really good example of a, a similar character to Asif would be a, a Turbo, you know, a foreigner who's re- English really isn't their first language. Um, that Nani's into. That Nani's into. <laughs> oh god. Um, Poor Nani. Womp womp. Uh, that was so funny. I texted Bob um wow Nani works fast because she went right up to Asif early in that episode and she was like trying to give him the layout and everything and being <laughs> real nice. And then later on she goes up to him again and she's like, Where are you sleeping tonight? <laughs> He's like, uh, in my bed she's like no you're sleeping in my bed <laughs> it's like wow not even laying pipe she's just getting right there <laughs> it's like jesus christ nani no just like she's found what she wanted and she was going after it you know no who time i also to fuck need. around on the challenge I, I also need to lay some serious pipe and to just fuck everyone on the show is d because she is uh, sleeping atop rogan's bunk and I just really need her to torture him the entire time. The problem season. is, is the one guy, the first guy she screws, she's going to fall in love with. That is the, that is the problem in my plan. Yes. <laughs> I said oh, that she just go up to Bear and be like, let's fucking do this, man. Oh, God. He'd say I... yes. He's not going to say no. No, Bear has never said no in his life to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, to his credit, I suppose. Um, I do remember what i was gonna say though which is it'll be interesting we'll know early on who has alliances and who doesn't big ones especially because if you're say you're in a big alliance and let's just say jordan isn't why in god's name would you ever vote jordan in you would just make him sit there on the sidelines and he has no way of getting in like if he's not friends with the people and the tribunal for that week or he's not friends with enough of the house to get voted in by the big group he has no way into an elimination right exactly and then you just completely avoid having to get your shit kicked in the final and the other thing is jordan's good in eliminations right so you can't just keep throwing them in with the idea of like oh we're gonna beat them eventually right they tried that last season didn't work out so well no sideline them well, that's what they did to Evelyn in the island. They just wouldn't let her in. <laughs> she managed to she managed to find a way, but um She had to make a deal with the devil. Yep. Um Yep. Oh. And then um Dunbar got screwed over. So oh. did Paula. Yep. 
And so then Dunbar helped the other team build the boat. <laughs> yeah, well, Dunbar, Dunbar, also a beautiful idiot. Yes. Oh, Dunbar. Um. So I would. I need to talk about the quote-unquote house. Okay. Let Let's talk about this because the hilarious initial overreaction to how they're in prison and shit. First of all, it's always a prison. Well, okay, and then I walked in and I'm like, this looks exactly like every room that you guys have ever slept in ever. Yeah, like, firstly, it's, even when they have you in these beautiful mansions, it's still a prison because you're not allowed to go anywhere. Right. And second off, if this is prison, this is the nicest prison anyone's ever stayed in, okay? <laughs> like, there's pools, there's these giant open areas, you know, like, this is not some shitty place. Like, yeah, there's no windows um, and it's a little dull, but it's not that bad of a place to be in. Yeah, I mean, I would be all about, like, having a legit, like, bunker that they just put them in that doesn't have, you know, in a swimming pool. And you there know. was a pool, there was a pool table, there was a ping pong table, there were all these nice couches. This wasn't like some shithole. No, I, I was like, you know, and, and I wasn't surprised, but I was a little sad. I was like, oh, I was disappointed. I the just... one area, that area, which I guess is supposed to be like the living room where they were doing the voting at that room was like really nice. Yeah, oh, I was gorgeous. like, dude. This would be a nice house to have. This would be a nice room to have in like anyone's house. Mm-hmm. Well, and in the gym, the gym facility is like a proper gym facility. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Well, and I like the you know like that um, the running area they put in that was really nice. Yeah. Um, well, because they can't really run outside, so at least I don't think so. If they have to stay in, there's no outdoor area. Yeah, you I know. mean, I I would be I'd be surprised if they if they weren't allowed to run like you're staying in immediately outside. You're staying inside. Um, Damn it! I think the only time they're letting them out is probably for the challenges. I mean, maybe maybe they'll do the thing where they send them to like a bar once in a while. But know? I mean, that's the th- you need these folks to be able to maintain their cardio, otherwise the show's not enjoyable. Yeah, but I think that's why they gave them that gigantic gym area then but is that enough yeah i don't know know. we'll see um i mean it's like a boring it's a really boring track basically yeah so is this is this the season where big muscular jenny figures it out or is she still not going to have the killer instinct i hope she figures it out i'd like to see her go the distance this is only her second season right yeah, but you yeah. remember how she got trucked by Tori? Yeah, well, that's going to be the question. Did does she did she did she go train? Well, it's not that she trained. She had she she's in shape. It wasn't that. It was the mental aspect. Yeah. Like do that's you, a form of training. I mean, it is. But how do you you know what do you do to train uh, like to get into that headset? Like I have no idea. how do you, how do you like? How do you? You're gonna be tortured for like eight weeks. I don't, I don't really know how, do, how you get ready for that. How do you? How do you learn how to fight? You get punched in the face and then you punch back. Like, you know, you gotta have that like that that killer instinct to go and like just be like, no, I'm gonna mow this motherfucker oh, down. I remember Killer Instinct. The game. Yeah. 
You can still play it. You could play it. It's free on Game Pass. Ooh. (laughs) Uh, Trying to think. Who else on this season? Uh, Man. I'm just thinking of who I'm glad is not on this season. I'm glad Leroy's taking a break. Yep. Leroy needs a break to kind of get his head right and learn how to fucking swim. Thank God, no Cara and Polly. No Cara and Polly. That's that's good. Oh God, thank you. No Ninja. I can't even imagine. Yeah, I, I hope they never bring Ninja back. I can't even imagine when they walked into this bunker how much Cara would have been moaning and bitching. Um, oh God, right? Who else? No like, Zach. Which no Zach. I mean, you need a after last season. You need a season. I wonder if Jenna and Zach have made an agreement that they will not be on the same season together. It's probably a good idea. Mm, maybe, maybe yeah. I. Who did you guys just mention? Oh my God! Before before Zach. Um. Oh Ninja! I'm so happy Ninja's not on this season. I never want to see Ninja on this show again. She doesn't bring anything to the show. No. And after last season, it's just uh, a lot of those people just left a very, very, very bad taste in my mouth. You you could seriously, if the goal is just to get an athletic woman, they could find an athletic woman. It has to be more than that to be on the challenge. Yeah. She's yeah. just annoying. She doesn't bring anything to the table. Well, and she's she's not as good as she should be. You know, no. she she really is. You know, like I would take Georgia over um, Ninja. Oh, no George, no Georgia on this season. No Georgia. I'm telling you, last season was mentally rough for a lot of people. So I think it was just I need a fucking break. Yeah. And I'm sad to see Georgia not there. I liked Georgia last season. Yeah. Yeah, she grew on me. I didn't like her at first. Me either. But but yeah. You know. Um, and if Georgia was there, that would distract Bear from his target of Kayla. For a little while. <laughs> For a while. Yeah. For a while. Until one of them got eliminated. Uh, no Joss. Eh, no fine. Jogan. Fine. Joss. Fucking idiot. Him being like, oh, well, they've been manipulating us from the beginning. Yeah, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> are you serious? You fucking stunad. What are you, are you seriously saying this to me right now? Yeah, I think it's kind of funny how Joss's friend Rogan comes on the show and essentially takes his spot. Well, that's the thing. Joss, Joss had a lot of potential, but he just, besides being good to look at, there's not much eh. more there. Joss, Joss is a great athlete, but he's almost like Ninja, where he's not bringing the other stuff to the table. Right. Like it, he did, he did provide the Johnny that one great line of "Who put a nickel in Joss?" <laughs> <laughs> and he had a really great elimination with Derek. That was that was one of the best eliminations ever. That was a war. Yeah. Which one was that? That was the um. The they one were wrestling the ring. over the pole where they oh, beat the shit out of yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it wasn't a pole. It was a figure eight ring. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, that was like Joss broke his arm. Derek was torn to shreds. They <laughs> fucked each other up, yeah. 
<laughs> if you that was the thing about that was the thing about that one is it didn't matter who won. Neither one was going to be able to continue on that show. Right. They killed each other. Well, that was, you know, if you if you, they ever brought Derek out as a mercenary again, I'd just be like, "Fuck, I'm done." <laughs> What's the game? Because I might quit. <laughs> Are we actually touching each other? Okay, I'm out. <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Overall, I think it'll be a solid cast. Hope so. Um, hope the games are good. They look like they're yeah, going to be. It's a solid. I have. I have hope for the season. Yeah. And you're missing people who would... And you're still some fucking whiners and assholes because you need whiners and assholes. It's the challenge. But yeah. not to the extent that we had last season. Yeah. Well, and we, we have the over... The big thing is we have this great storyline throughout the season of how long do Bananas and Wes get together? And when does one... You know, when are they... Are they plotting behind each other's back? Right. You'll have all that stuff going on. I I'm very very curious to see how because this out. this is a great one because if it was say say it was Rivals Five or whatever, they'd be forced to work together until they would inevitably one would steal the money from the other, right? Right. <laughs> but on this, they're not forced to work together, so this is voluntary. Right. They had a conversation before this. Uh, season started and we're like all right we're getting sick of being fucked over early unholy alliance ministry of darkness corporate <laughs> ministry let's fucking do this cue the music austin and mcmahon oh remember that they got some good moments though remember him trying to sing with uh, kurt angle in the tiny cowboy hat yeah never should have turned steve austin heel no that was a mistake well it was the end of an era an actual end of an era but it was a mistake what was that WrestleMania 17 that happened? Um, I don't remember. Sometime around there, yeah. Hey, Erica, guess what? I got Bob to play with me on Xbox. Overwatch. Did you hear about this? No, no, no. Not oh, Overwatch. Risk. He, he hates that Did game. Did Risk happen? Risk. <laughs> How'd that go for you? Do you like Risk, Erica? Alex, I can honestly say I don't know that I've ever actually played Risk. You're f- fuck you. Sorry. Because we always had it, but it was one of those games where, like, the, I remember the, especially as a kid, the instruction manual was, like, really long. Oh, yeah. It's it's overwhelming at first. And we were like, we have no fucking clue how to do this. And I don't know if my parents had ever played or they just kind of acquired the game at some point and weren't really sure why or how it was in their house suddenly. Because <laughs> we never played it. So yeah. I, I said to Eric earlier, um, th- there, are, there are three things in life that get, Alex truly excited. Um, Okada, the challenge, and risk. I would say more just what gets me excited, number one, is being put in a situation where you could potentially manipulate people into screwing themselves over. (laughs) (laughs) Because what's more fun than that, really? This is why you are such a fan of bananas. Isn't isn't this isn't this the reason people get into politics? So you can get a bunch of power and then convince people that they should fuck themselves. <laughs> Spite store, Alex. Spite store. <laughs> um, so one-on-one risk is fun 
But the real joy of Risk is when you have multiple people playing, mm -hmm. because then you can try to convince people to screw each other over. So just like real politics. Yeah. <laughs> it's the game of world domination. <laughs> Sorry, Izzy just wanged her head on the uh, pop filter. See, I, I think the awesome. only problem—the only problem I have with Risk—is um, that it, it can go on for eons, ever. Because um, just the way the rule set is, you can end up just like trading countries back and forth for a very long time before somebody manages to figure out a, a an upper hand. Um, I think I think it speeds up once everyone knows how to play the game. Like so far, the games like the game, the one game we played, you know, it was a lot of how does this work exactly? Yeah. Um, once everyone knows what's going, and like I just played a game earlier with two people who had essentially never played a game before, so it took forever. But once everyone knows what's going on, you know, like when someone else is on their turn, you could start to plan ahead. Um, right. So you're not like sitting there thinking about what you're going to do for two minutes. Yeah, that's true. But anyways, I, risk yeah, is fun. Risk. And you know what else is cool about risk? So the version we're playing on the Xbox is just like on the Xbox. But I also saw that there's a version that's on like Steam, iOS, Android, and it's all cross play. So you could like have one person playing on their computer, another person playing on a tablet, another person playing on a laptop, another person playing on the phone, you know? See, so that's kind of cool. See, if you could play it in such a way that, because I, I would think of that more of like the way Words of Friends was, where you're playing a game and it goes, it, it takes you three months to play, but that's because, it, you know, each person does their turn mm -hmm. and then, you know, the next. You know, you don't have to be actively sitting there playing. There's something. Right. It's just always going on in the background of like, right. how are you going to do it? And you can do that with risk because, um, you know, there's not, it's not an interactive um, gameplay. You know, you do your turn fully and then the next person does their turn. And with the way it does the rolling of the dice, you know, <laughs> automatically. That's the other, you know what? That's the other funny thing that I like about this version I'm talking about that's on the mobile devices and stuff is in your profile, you can actually see what percentage of the time you get each dice roll. <laughs> and I think I would like to see that on the X. I wish that was on the Xbox version because you do have those games, you know, where suddenly someone is just out rolling you relentlessly so and you're like, what the fuck? So do you have do you have the version on your phone, Alex? I do. I do. Oh. Well, it's on my computer. Ah, oh, I get you. That 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 one's nice because you can essentially play the classic version of Risk for free. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Anyway, anyway, another I I didn't play it, um, and I have no plans on playing it in the near future. But I did see uh, Resident Evil Three came out this week. Oh, yeah. And I had um, one of my friends play it, uh, Martha, you know? Why did and... you say that name? <laughs> Sorry. It, it's a reflex at no, this point. No, I perfect. apologize. It was perfect. 
And it was funny because she had never played a Resident Evil game before. And I didn't oh, give her... Have, that must have been interesting. I didn't give her any advice because I'm like, look, I just want you to experience it and As just figure did. things out on your own. Frustrated you know? and mad and terrified. Yeah. <laughs> and so stuff was happening. Like she'd be walking along and all of a sudden a zombie would chomp on her. And she was saying she was like jumping off the couch. She was getting freaked out so much. <laughs> Um, now, had she seen any of the movies? I don't know. It's a different story know. entirely. I know, but still. <laughs> and then, and then in the, in the demo, um, Nemesis shows up at one point because if you remember, Nemesis chases you around for game, a lot of yeah. Resident Evil Three. And uh, and when Nemesis showed up, she was just like, "No, no, 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 no! This is not okay." <laughs> And then she goes into a different room because she had kind of figured out zombies can't chase you between oh, rooms. Oh, but Nemesis you know? can. <laughs> and Nemesis followed her, and she was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but she did manage to beat the demo without my help. So I oh, was that's impressed. good. I, I've never played a Resident Evil game. We have the first so, one. You should play it. It's fun. What I would do, what I would say, Erica, is you should have Bob download this demo mm -hmm. and play it for your entertainment and preferably stream it for my entertainment. <laughs> I think we both have Twitch accounts. So we could probably make that happen for you. Well, we have unlimited data right now. It's true. Mm, I know those, uh, those unlimited data days. They're pretty good. So they're pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Are you so? Do you just have the torrents going like nonstop right now? What torrents? I don't know. Yes, Alex I don't know what you're trying. Torrents. What are you trying to infer? What are you trying to imply? <laughs> I should say. What do you imply? What do you, what do you, what do you say? What? Hmm. Hmm. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not doing anything to these women. I haven't it's watched implication. any fucking. It's always sunny since we've been in like Erica. This bullshit. Erica, Guess what's happening telling, tonight? Erica, I was telling Bob, you have to watch Mythic Quest. It's on Apple TV or, you know, Torrance, if that's Bob's thing. Um, <laughs> is it Mythic delightful? Quest is, Mythic Quest is from two of the It's Always Sunny guys. I can't remember their names. Charlie Day and who's the other guy? Rob. Uh, uh, what's his fucking name? Who can, who can remember? I can't remember his last name. Rob McElhenney? Sure. I was being, I was doing a bit, but because of course I remember really dumb shit like that. Alex, you didn't remember his last name? I can't remember his last name. Charlie Day is easy. That's easy. Anyways, it's from those two and one of the other uh, writers that's on It's Always Sunny, and it's good. It's funny. I have to find a way to watch it. There's only 10 episodes, so. And I think I mean, Ashley I told, Birch is on there too? Yeah, Ashley Birch is I on there. I enjoy her. She's a good time. Um, the actual real star of the show is, um, ah, I can't remember her name. She's an Australian woman. That narrows it down. It's not yeah, Zena, is it? Von Shahovsky? No, no, no. Not Lucy it's someone, She's it's someone who's never right. who I've never seen anything else. Her name is Charlotte Nicto? Nictado? No I don't idea. know how to say that. Anyways, she's good. We'll have to find a way to watch it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. You guys will enjoy it. And I told Bob I was half joking, but not really. Since it's only ten half-hour episodes, that's like half a day for you guys. I mean, you could just like pop through that burn in the evening, right through please. that. Yeah. 
Alex, have you watched Tiger King? I have not watched Tiger King. Okay. Alex. You need to watch it so we can discuss. Just do it. It's, and a lot of people were like, oh, it's crazy. You're not going to fucking believe it. And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. How, how crazy can it really be? Five minutes into the first episode, my jaw was on the floor and remained there for the entirety of the series. I, I wish I had had a camera on Erica's face the entire time. I mean, legitimately, you should not get on Xbox tonight. You should just watch Tiger King. We all know that's not going to happen. Sorry, but I have to try to manipulate people into playing more Risk with me. And we have to get dinner started. (laughs) Um, Yeah? Yeah? Yeah, no, watch Tiger King. Um, What else we got, man? What else we got? You know, there's really not much because we're in isolation here. Um, yeah, and there's not much going on. No sports. No, except Marble League. Well, Marble One. Uh, oh, um, and you know, it's really weird what's going on, like with video games. Like some games are getting delayed. Um, some are coming out. Some movies. Well, said, so with with Last of Us Two. So Last of Us Two got delayed. Yep. Or I'm sorry, its proper title, Last of Us Part Two, because we got to be highfalutin about it. Mm-hmm. Um, they said the thing with that game. It isn't that they're having a problem completing the actual game. Like the game, it's going to be done is going to be done on time. The problem is, is they think there's going to be issues producing physical copies of the game. And they don't want areas that might not have access to get it digitally easily to not be able to get the game. That seems to be that's what they're saying anyway. I mean, I guess. Um, I don't know, man. I think you've got a captive audience right now. Again, and my entire social media feed for a solid two weeks has been nothing but Animal Crossing. Yeah, You know, like... Though I do see in how... I mean, it, it is going to be hard to get physical copies to people because you can't go to the store. Maybe Target, you know? Because Target does sell groceries. They're still open. Maybe Walmart. I wouldn't know. I don't shop there. Um... But, like, your Best Buys, your GameStops, I don't know if what the online situation is, but... Yeah. And certain other deliveries are being prioritized. So, I know on Amazon, that's the case. So, it's hard to get it off of there, too. Yeah, I think it's a safe bet to assume most stuff will be delayed to some degree. Yeah. I mean, I think originally, um, Minecraft Dungeons was supposed to come out at the end of April, and that got pushed to the end of May. Um, and I'm sort of interested in that game because it, it just just looks like kind of like a Diablo style game, but obviously nice. more Minecraft. simplified. Right, right. Um, so I'm I'm interested in that one just because that might be a fun game. You know, it might be something different to play. Mm-hmm. It is interesting though to hear of games being delayed because of physical copy distribution issues um but you know well uh, and like i texted you the other day i can't remember what we were talking about but 
I just, at this point, everyone should be really trying to find someone to game share with because it just makes too much sense to just essentially get things digitally for half price. Um, you, you know, here, here's a, a good point on, on um, game sharing. Um, you know, sometimes um, you present an argument to someone that is just a complete no-brainer. Like, there's literally no downside to what you're presenting. And then they still say no. There's a lot of dumb people out there, Bob. For, and you just can't, you can't, you can't even comprehend why. Like, why are you saying no? And then they'll say words. And they just don't make any sense. Um, all right. Anything else? Um, I just want to say that I'm so happy to have you guys here in my home and your home. At the same time. At the same time. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, it's been fun. You know, the long pauses between, you know, when I stop talking, you start talking because we can't see each other and uh, you don't know that I'm finishing a thought. Those are those are delightful. Bob, you're going to have so much fun editing this episode. Got to be easier than last time, though. <laughs> I It'll be in the folder saying Alex to edit. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, No, you got this one, buddy. You got it. No, nope. I believe in you. Nope, I don't. I don't. I don't have the I don't have the right technology. I'm sorry. Wait, you don't have the right technology. All right, wrap it the fuck up. Let's go. <laughs> Eric is getting hungry. No, I'm hot. I don't know why it is hot as balls in our house right now. Well, the oven was on for okay. six hours. I've also been holding a baby for the last forty five minutes. <laughs> well, we gotta go. So hug me, hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>